Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. 50th episode special. 50th episode special. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this extra special episode of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast, your seven-day guide to the world of things with plugs and circuit boards and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is an infotainment party from the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, Mac World UK and Computer World UK. You can find us every Friday on Acast, on SoundCloud, on iTunes and more, bringing you no more than, in this case, 50 minutes of informed and uninformed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Henry, I'd like you to open the bottle of the finest champagne as we celebrate our... (laughs) so as we may have mentioned uh, already in this introduction today's episode is an extra special event for us here at uk tech towers as it is our 50th episode and to mark the occasion we have drink friends and tolerable colleagues as well as some very special guests i'm matt egan editorial director of idg uk and in today's 50th episode special (laughs) we are going to mix things up by playing for the first annual 50th episode special trophy here's the trophy it looks as good as it sounds. Uh, and we are aiming today to crown the UK's top tech pod man, pod woman, or pod person of non specific pod gender. We'll have three rounds of four questions based on things we've discussed over the past 49 episodes. Points will be awarded arbitrarily for correct and incorrect answers, for punditry, fighting talk, and shameless blagging. Forfeits will be awarded for arbitrary reasons and will consist of drinking the wonderful champagne that we are enjoying enjoying right now and none of the terrible free PR booze that we just scraped up from around the office. (laughs) (laughs) After three rounds, the top two contestants will then pay off for the prestigious and beautiful 50th episode special (laughs) trophy, which, again, I have here in front of me. So, without any further ado, let's meet the contestants. First up, we have a man who has appeared in 27 of our first 50 podcasts and has sound engineered or edited 43 of those historic 50 recordings. He likes ale and beards and DJing, but most of all, he loves chatting tech. It's Chris Martin, but not that Chris Martin or that Chris Martin, this Chris Martin. Round of applause for Chris, please. Hello. Next, we have the first lady of the pod. She's appeared in 19 of the first 50 podcasts, being sober on up to 17 of those occasions. (laughs) She is the swearingest podder, with a mighty 24 rude words under her belt in these episodes, including three shits and a fuck. Hold your hats, people. It's Charlotte G. We now move on to the reigning rookie of the month, the man who made his debut only in episode 46, but who has quickly gained cult status, attracting literally no adverse comments in two appearances, a pod record. Give it up for Dominic the Pod Preston. Hey. 
Finally, on today's historic pod, a man whose smooth delivery and expert crisis management have seen him host the pod on five occasions, appearing on a further ten episode. His golden voice musings have seen him compared to a young Diddy David Jensen, and to appear here today, he has given up a lucrative gig helming the mid-morning show on BBC West Midlands local radio. We are very grateful to welcome Henry Burrell. Henry claps himself. Uh, how's, everyone, everyone. how's everyone doing today? Uh, yeah, should, should we, we should you should pass the. I'll serve myself first. Are we, are we comfortable with the concept polite. of uh, quiz chatting, chat quizzing? Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's everyone's happy with the idea that this is the uh, the fiftieth episode special. I don't know if that's been yeah. It feels like some kind of. I was a bit unsure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <'cause laughs> the, uh, it's the I feel like I'm going to have to sign something in a minute. This is one way to fill the ten minutes we promised. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll uh, as we're passing around the champagne, we'll just take a a brief pause for breath, um, and then we'll get straight into uh, round one. <laughs> Before we get down to business, I'd just like to introduce our first special guest. He's someone who couldn't be with us today, but he left us this really quite lovely message. Or lying by a swimming pool wearing unfeasibly tiny swimming shorts and being abused by Gandhi or appearing in the film Scum. I love to listen to the guys chat about tech. Shut it, you slags. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. The actual Ray Winston. How kind. Uh, Leaving a message. Uh, I'm honoured. Uh, amazing. So, I mean, you know, don't, take, don't feel any pressure, but that's the kind of level to which we, uh, we need to appear in this uh, 50th episode special. Okay, round one. <laughs> I'm going to start with you, Henry Burrell. Yeah. In episode seven, you told us all about the future for BlackBerry. Taking that in mind, which company other than BlackBerry has a really bleak future? Well, at the moment, it looks like IDG. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has been listening to this podcast. Um, well, if I, t- I was thinking about phones because we deal mainly in phones, me and Chris and Dom in particular. Uh, I'd say maybe HTC and Sony have a lot of work to do. Um, the recent handsets uh, like HTC has done a recent handset that doesn't have a headphone jack it costs more than Samsung's flagship phone <laughs> seems like a strange thing for a company like them to do you can't just copy what Apple does and get away with it basically um, different rules apply uh, Sony needs to do a little bit more um, to excite customers at the moment but it hasn't done anything stupid recently but it has just <laughs> lost a lot of money uh, just this morning they announced something like a 900 million uh, dollar loss that's probably not good for, for anybody I would imagine no um, but then I thought I'd open it up slightly if anyone wants to chime in. Uh, my my uh, curveball is that Uber has a bit of a bleak future. I think Ooh, I don't think U- I don't think Uber will last beyond some years. Why? why? Don't know. Uh, I just, just, just don't fancy I just, it. I just, I just, I just <laughs> think people uh, will get over the fact that they can order a taxi so quickly yeah. on their phone and we'll just be like, this is a little bit shit and it's really expensive. I think probably the thing that could do it for Uber is the fact that they, they, they've never been profitable and if they yep. can't make mm-hmm. money in time for it... I mean, the, the people that are going to mess up Uber are probably Uber themselves, potentially. But also, what, what's Uber got that no one else can copy? Because I was thinking about, you know, like in London, Addison Lee were kind yeah. of the sort of pre-Uber Uber mm. in, in yeah. that they were some, somewhat different to a, a minicab company and now they've got an app and stuff like that yeah. it's not quite the same thing yeah but it's, it's probably yeah. the network of it's probably the amount the amount of people they've got signed up yeah, I guess just, but yeah it's, I think it's um, interesting interesting strong Could answer be. Henry yeah. let's see if uh, Charlotte can top it uh, Charlotte way back in episode one you told us about the London mayoral candidates and their plans for tech yeah. do any politicians understand tech and if so who 
Not many of them, but there are some exceptions. Uh, Tom Watson uh, knows a bit about tech. He's an he avid, likes, uh, avid he likes, gamer. Uh, ska music as well. So, well, there yeah. we go. Great, great lad. Uh, Chion Wara, also another Labour MP. She's fairly decent. A man called Julian Hupper, who's not an MP anymore, but used to be Lib Dem. Mm-hmm. He he lost. Uh, he was one of the losers of the Lib Dem cull. Sounds a bit extreme. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, there's also someone called Robert Halfen, because I thought I'd put a Tory in there to make it balanced. Very nice. And uh, very he's, he's, he's got some ideas about digital tools to make democracy better. So, yeah. There are some, but, yeah, most of them have no idea. What, we could at least agree doing. that almost all politicians have no idea about anything to do with tech. Yes, or but, indeed yeah. anything to do with anything, <laughs> yeah. you could say, based on recent scenes. Ed Miliband's got a pretty strong Twitter game recently, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. Doing well. to be fair to him. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's kind of hot at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of so hot, hot right before now. he got elected, and then he stood yeah. in front of those literal oh, yeah. promises on that tablet. The gravestone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Edstone, sorry, I mean. Edstone. Not gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> Boris yeah. Johnson was at the launch of 4G. Yes. When that uh, got switched on, as it were, in yeah. London. But that doesn't really count for much, does it? Do you think yeah. he knew what it was? No, well, someone, yeah. asked, someone actually asked him what it was, and his answer was pretty pretty shocking <laughs> like no someone just told me to come here and stand probably and thought it was the G8 <laughs> probably probably so yeah no, not not really no I mean that, yeah which which wouldn't be which would be funny but then they're also Controlling stuff them. like the investigatory powers bill makes it a bit worrying yeah but then Trump I mean does he does he understand well he wants to stuff like no using computers <laughs> his, right? his uh, 10 year old son does <laughs> okay, well that's good then. Have you ever actually looked at his ten-year-old son while while his dad is speaking? Yeah, it's like oh, he's going to need so much therapy. <laughs> Trump is using uh, against the Secret Service's wishes a Samsung Galaxy yes. S3 yeah. to tweet from good when grief. he's not using his current uh, phone, which has been set up by the Secret Service. It's, mm. it's not sad, yeah. sad. <laughs> tremendously sad. Wow. Yeah. And also, m- many members of his administration are using personal email addresses. Aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Irony. <laughs> yes. Although weirdly, they did a poll of uh, of uh, Trump voters, and they didn't mind him using a private email server. They didn't. They didn't mind that as an idea, which I think. Sort so of maybe shows. the question should have been: Do any uh, voters understand tech? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say: Are we actually all Dang morons? On. Yes. Yes, we are. Chris Martin. We've mentioned Samsung's fiery phones on pretty much every pod, but who or what in tech, in your view, deserves to go down in flames? Um, yeah, the Galaxy Note uh, 7 is the obvious answer. Um, Unfortunately, it, has it is been, going down. Yeah, it has, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. um, other things that have been exploding include HP laptops recently. They've recalled a load of batteries because um, they're dangerous, which is fun. But my, <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah. my joke answer is the Amazon Fire TV because it's oh. got the word fire in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Put a lot of thought but that's that, actually Chris. a good product, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to win just the trophy, looked up Chris? what has fire um, in it. Yeah. And yeah. Said that yeah I just did fire in Google. Yeah, I was actually just doing work before this. So I didn't. Know. <laughs> yeah. sure. I wasn't. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this is work. Drones, drones, drones are rubbish. Drones should go down in flames. Yeah. Drones, yeah, yeah. drones ruin my time in the park. Uh, they yeah. are too expensive. They don't do anything. Sorry, Jim. Well, they're not yeah. really a thing either, are they? I mean, like, they're basically just remote control airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. Drones are annoying, uh, annoying on a personal level. My other half got bought a drone for Christmas and it's got a camera yeah. on it. And uh, 
it likes to just fly, go, go around the house. Well, so on drones, bad. It's quite annoying. Don't drones normally search and destroy. It's yeah, normalizing yeah. a bad word. Really, yeah. Is it, is it what, what I can't remember what they're called? The drones, the ones that kill. Drones. Kill, <laughs> no, no, but there's like there's the, 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 I don't know a particular type. Drone, of drone. missiles. Maybe there's a. Death. I mean, like the brand name, death, <laughs> death drones. Death drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah those. See, death for them. Bad, that's the answer. Bad drones. Okay, good. I like that. I mean, I, I, I can get on board with that. Uh, Dominic Preston, in episode forty-nine, you told us about the launch of Resident Evil Seven. What's the most evil company, person, or thing in tech? I mean, I felt kind of spoilt for choice here. <laughs> I really struggled. Yeah. Nice easy uh, questions to ease you in. Yeah, it's sort of, you know, you can sort of go old school and think Microsoft. Everyone used to enjoy talking about how evil Microsoft were. Um, you've got Foxconn and just about every company that's used Foxconn to build oh, things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People who work there People throw just themselves dying off. for the, the sake of iPhones. That's yeah. pretty evil. Yeah, yeah that's um, pretty bad. I was sort of leaning towards Amazon, though, who have yeah. just got such a terrible track record on all of their employee rights and things like that. Um, and they are just kind of trying to take over the world a little bit, is yeah. how it feels. Yeah. Um, don't pay tax. They yeah, don't really exactly. contribute anything even in... I mean, they make products, but they don't really contribute anything yeah. in terms of moving tech on or anything like yeah. that. They're not very nice yeah. to their staff in their yeah. fulfilment centres, <laughs> ironically yeah. named. Well, even at, the, um, even at the top end, like, lots of... People who've worked, you know, very close to the top of Amazon, sort of rave about what they learned and what a, a great career experience it was, but also talk about how terrible it was and how they're expected to work seventy, eighty hour weeks mm. and the pay isn't amazing. So mm. Amazon, good answer. Okay, well, I think that was a, an interesting experiment of a first round. Um, and uh, let's let's quickly check on the scores before we move on. Uh, looking down at the uh, the scoreometer, uh, Charlotte and Dominic have four points. Chris has three points, and Henry has leapt out into a lead with seven points. Knew mm, it. Hmm. Take a short break to digest that, and we'll be back for round two. Round two. Round two. (laughs) Actually, before we uh, start round two, we've got another special guest who uh, wanted to call in and and wish us all good luck for this episode. So uh, here's his message. Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. (laughs) How are you? This is Bono. Congratulations to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast on reaching 50 episodes and world hunger. And world hunger. Oh, that's brilliant. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Bono's got a really convincing Irish accent. Yeah. Turns yeah. Up. Lovely little message at the end there about ending world hunger, which I think we can... Very nice. Yeah. Or getting bored in. Okay, let's go on for round two. Dominic Preston, in episode 46, you told us about Rogue One. Who, in your view, is the roguest <laughs> one in the <laughs> Strong. Very strong. Yeah, yeah very strong. Um, I, there was only one name I kept coming back to, really, which was Elon Musk. He's a rogue. Whatever you think about Ooh. him, he's just a bit nuts, and mm. he does pretty nuts things. I mean, this is a guy who sat in traffic thinking, this is a pain, I hate sitting in my car, why don't I spend millions of dollars buying a giant tunnel boring machine <laughs> and dig a series of underground tunnels through Los Angeles so that I can get to work quicker? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I can't think, I don't think many other tech billionaires have had that thought and then actually <laughs> followed through on it, bought a giant tunnel boring machine and started mm. to dig a series of giant tunnels underneath Los Angeles so they can get to work quicker. Yeah. Wants to get to space. Yeah, um, space, Mars, electric cars, electric jets, AI. Like... Batteries. <laughs> the really exciting Being one. the roguest one is also kind of uh, parallel with being the richest one as well. Mm. It does help a bit, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, lots of people have probably had all those silly ideas, but mm. just yeah, not been able to, to fly down a tube to San Francisco in half an hour. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. 
and but got does, the bumps. He, he also, I mean, he he doesn't always react in the way you would expect necessarily. He's something of an outlier in that kind of hippie tech billionaires community. <laughs> mm. I still think his name is some secret yeah. anagram for something. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. We should think about that. Yeah, I'm going to do it now. Good shout, I think. Uh, moving on, Charlotte. Uh, in episode 43, you explained to us all that the government planned to ban sexting. Oh, yeah. What in tech would you like to ban? Um, I don't really like banning things unless it's t- entirely necessary. But uh, I would ban manals, a.k.a. all-male panels. Yeah. Because there yeah. are too many Shit. of them. Thank and, you. and generally... <clears throat> relatively uh, well I mean thankfully not as common as I suspect they used to be but yeah I, th- I still find it quite weird that no one's noticed that where they're like oh wait a minute we're all dudes uh, but anyway uh, also a lot of kind of cliches around tech conferences so I think um, fireside interviews I would probably <laughs> ban because they're really irritating and uh, often quite self-congratulatory about how tech's making everything better when it pro- probably is actually making things a bit worse. Um, and so, yeah, I'll get rid of all of that. Very grateful that you're here for several reasons, but certainly the fact that you change the gender balance. Yeah, yeah, um, any time. Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> we certainly wouldn't want to be pale, male and stale. No. Chris Martin, uh, in episode 39, you spoke with great eloquence about Microsoft Teams taking on Slack. Who's the best team in tech? Um, definitely Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I kind of stole that off Henry, actually. But um, you're right. <laughs> just because they're legendary uh, plumber bros, um, <laughs> they get the job done. Yep. And even though Mario keeps letting Peach getting, she keeps getting kidnapped. Yeah. And he still hasn't sorted that out. I mean, you say um, they get the job done, but how much plumbing do they actually do? I mean, how often go, do they get they the go job in done? in and out of pipes a bit like yeah. Elon Musk wants to. Yeah. Maybe that's where eventually. he got the idea. Um, the, I've always been worried about how they bill as well. Mm. If there's yeah. like a £120 call-out charge and then it's £120 for each hour. And then it's going to get pretty pricey. Yeah. They faff yeah. around a lot. They do, they do, yeah. There's also quite a funny tweet. Somebody replied to a tweet that asked, what's your controversial gaming opinion? opinion? Yeah. And the reply was um, that Luigi is Mario's son. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite funny. Yeah, I like that. In- in- insights into the uh, domestic arrangements of the... Mm. Now, hang on. What's the naming of them? Because they're called Luigi and Mario, but they're the Mario brothers. Yeah, so is he Mario called Mario is their Mario? surname. Yeah, they're Luigi Mario and Mario Mario. 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 Hmm. What? The what? Is canonical. Neville Neville, that was Gary and Phil Neville's dad. Mm. Yeah. 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 I knew someone once called Chumley Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't no, a nickname. No, I seriously did. I, was I, did. I went to private school for two years. Who's, <laughs> people like that, whose middle name was Dickon, because his first name was Thomas and his last name was Harrison. Okay. So he was called, he was called Tom Dickon Harrison. <laughs> and he... Hate yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a copy of the, I think it was a Sun or the Mirror from when he was born because he'd been in, he'd been in it because yeah. of his name. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, funny joke, parents. Yeah, years ago. thanks, guys. Uh, oh yeah, we're doing a quiz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Henry Burrell. Oh. Uh, also in episode forty-three, you told us about Sky's plans to take over the living room. But which tech giant would you most like to take home to meet your parents in the living room? Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I actually thought about this in terms of a non-romantic uh, engagement. 
Um, and I thought about sort of the people in tech who I'd actually want my parents to meet. Huh. I reckon I'd probably take Zuckerberg just because I think it's probably the only one they would have heard of. <laughs> and it, they would actually get something uh, out of meeting someone they'd heard of uh, and a, a uh, social network that my dad cringingly uses. Um, but then I thought probably if I wanted to really um, upset the, uh, the dinner table, I'd probably bring Larry Allison because he's such oh, a nutter. And we'd all have a horrible time, but it would, it would make for a lifetime of good stories. Mm. He'd probably pay for some stuff, you would think. Yeah, you'd hope probably. He would. Yeah. I mean, even, even if you invited him around for dinner, he would probably bring his own dinner that was somehow better than <laughs> your dinner. Yeah, and just, yeah. I, I can't think of specifics, but some of the things I read him saying, it's, it's, if you could have him for one evening and get rid of him, I think that'd be fine. Mm. Mm. I, think he'd be, I think he'd be entertaining, at least. Yeah, no, definitely. Turn up in a big old yacht. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this happened, but I quite want to get Steve Baumer and Johnny Ive in a room. Yeah, yeah. They and just see been, what happens. Yeah. Mm. They must have been together. I guess so, but just but, on their own. Yeah, they don't strike you as people who would have that much to talk about. No, yeah. you just have Steve Bauer going crazy and Johnny Ive just sitting really quietly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd far rather go for a pint with Bauer. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Ive into my parents' house. No, have a field day with the design. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he also needs to get out of that white box that he just lives in. Yeah. <laughs> very true, very true. Okay, moving on then at the end of round two, going into the final round. So this is pretty tense, guys, and I'm not sure you're taking it entirely as seriously. As you <laughs> the scores are both Chris and Dominic have eight points, but Charlotte and Henry have ten points each. It's all to play for as we go into round three. So as we head towards round three and finding out who's going to be in the final, we've just got one more special message from a very special guest who couldn't be here today but wanted to let us know he was thinking of us. Hi, this is Tony Blair. Call me Tony. I, I think I speak for all of us when I say, in all sincerity, that the UK Tech Weekly podcast is very much... The People Podcast. <laughs> the podcast of our hearts. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, wow. The, the pull of this show. Wow. Uh, Charlotte G, we've heard about loads of mergers and acquisitions in the past 50 episodes, but who should buy what and why? Okay, quite quite a common complaint about UK startups is that they grow and then they just get bought by American companies um, rather than kind of embedding here. Um, also, the other one is that they buy startups and then they don't know what to do with them. So, for example, I mean, Fitbit bought Pebble and then discontinued it, which I'm still really angry about. Uh, yeah, they're going to um, have to fill on smartwatch, though. So I'm going to say, no one should buy anyone and they should Ooh. just be happy with their lot. <laughs> That's not just, how it works. Just for a year, maybe. Conspicuous consumption. I'm also, just... I'm also worried that, you know, if I, if I answer this, I might be devaluing the consultancy fee that they should all be paying me for giving them advice, <laughs> which I'm sure, I'm sure they would... Do. Strong. So your answer to who should buy what and why is no one should buy anything. No. no. Okay. Is it close is it minded to me to think though that a lot of these young companies is it, that's exactly what they want to do? Yes, it is, it is, but it is. No, you're right. What, I'm right or I'm close minded? No, I'm no, you're right. Because a lot a lot of uh, I think I think unfortunately a lot of startups what I, what I'd like to see more of potentially is is rather than kind of targeting VCs and uh, and kind of very rapid growth and acquisition just sort of maybe grow a bit 
more slowly, yeah, it's, sustainably. It's, it's, it's a whole industry in, in, in and of itself, isn't it? I mean, we know in our own world yeah. there are plenty of publications that will never make money, but yes. their, their own in, their only intention is to get sufficiently big that they're bought by an AOL yes. or someone mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, um, and there are plenty of people who've made an absolute fortune several times over by just coming up with concepts yeah. and, and then selling them. And everybody knows what's happening in that whole process. They're yeah. just all trying to get to the next level to sell on. Yeah. yeah. And there's no intrinsic value in that. Yeah. So I think kind of just, weird. you know, everyone just, just do, chill do nothing for a bit. Or just... make something that's valuable. Yeah. Right? Make something that actually fixes things that people really care about. How we can say that sitting around this table and not <laughs> explode yeah, into fire is somewhat concerning. Yeah, true. But it's a good answer. Henry, in episode yeah. 25, you told us all about a free update to Windows 10. What in tech should be free and why? Uh, there's two ways of looking at it. I think a lot of tech already is free, or at least uh, it's cleverly uh, twisted, so we perceive it to be free. So stuff like instant messaging services and email, it's all actually free, isn't it? And the way that you're sold a subsidised phone contract now, all your calls are free, your texts are free. I mean, it's not actually free. Mm-hmm. If, it's, um, if it's free, you're the product, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And you're still paying for something. You've never just, like, like I know, like, Mark Zuckerberg is saying... Quite rightly, I think as well that in maybe developing countries, internet access should be a commodity and it should be free. Yeah. I don't mm. quite know how you would do that without the end user actually paying for something in the end. Um, but I think it depends what you actually perceive tech to be. TVs and phones will never be free. Um, but I think services will continue to evolve to be perceived as free, which mm. is a very boring answer. <laughs> um, obviously, we should all just get free phones every month in the post. Mm. But we won't. We kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, the wider we. Yeah. <laughs> three, three is doing uh, quite a good initiative where they're getting old, people's old smartphones um, and giving them to like homeless people and yeah and, oh, and no, stuff yeah. like that. Where and they're giving them like three month um, SIM cards with free you know data and calls and stuff so that they can look for jobs and stuff. That's, That's quite, quite That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise these things just go into landfill, don't they? Yeah. And, and, you know, the other good path is when they, they go to de- the developing world. Um, because if we just if we discussed previously, the internet is coming to people who haven't previously been on the internet. It's not coming through a pipe into your house. It's 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 over the air. Which is another way that it could potentially be, if not free, heavily subsidised. Yeah. Think about the amount mm-hmm. of money that countries like China are investing in Africa. It's peanuts for them, Huawei, to build... Um, network infrastructure that means everyone can hook onto it anyway I'm winning Dominic Preston you are the newest and freshest member of the UK Tech Weekly team what's the oldest piece of tech that you still use I was struggling this, with this a bit I mean there's not that much you know day to day usage you know I sort of think of well, my phone's only a few months old um, headphones are pretty recent, you know, my PC is a few years old, but it's had a few upgrades over the line. I was trying to think about the kind of stuff I actually do use, and games consoles were the kind of, the oldest stuff I do still every now and then dust off and actually have a go on. So, like, you know, I've got uh, a, an assortment of old Game Boys uh, dating back to the very first one. I've got uh, GameCube and the Wii and a few other old home consoles like that. And I think it's just because they're the kind of thing... You know, you can get an experience on them that you can't get on the new stuff. You know, if I want to go play a GameCube game, I have to get the GameCube out. Whereas if you go any other tech, like 
it will just get replaced. Yeah. I'd never yeah. go and dust off my old computer because I want to have yeah. that nostalgia kick of, mm. you know, yeah. browsing the internet much more slowly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've done something a bit like that recently. I've not gone full-blown and gone back to my, like, tape Walkman, but I have started using my iPod Shuffle again. Oh, yeah, nice. because I like... it had so much storage. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it could never fill. Like... <laughs> I like the tactility of it. I mean, I do like yeah. streaming services and stuff, but, like, the other day, had bad Wi-Fi, and I couldn't even listen to, like, any music on my mm. iPhone, which was just so annoying yeah. so I dug it out and I've been using it like at the gym yeah. and it's really good and it will never break I did this recently I dusted off my old laptop because I remember that I had so much music on there that although I can listen to streaming stuff I've, I feel like I've sort of forgotten some of the music yeah. I used to like mm. it's a different way and, of, uh, of acquiring and listening yeah. to it I, yeah. I bought two iPod classics a few years ago because nice. Because they, they, they're no longer made. Yeah. It's exactly that. You know, they're Ooh. 16 gigs each. It's very yeah. difficult to... 32 gig, in fact. It's very difficult to fill them. Um, and, yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those pieces of tech that just works really well. Mm. The only problem now is I find like the soundbar I've got that's compatible with it isn't compatible with anything else. <laughs> um, it'd be great if it could also... Like, because I've got Spotify, if it could also stream, but it can't, so I yeah. end up having two, yeah, two speakers in every room. Yeah. Kind of yeah, I plug some headphones into the shuffle that I got recently, and they just don't doesn't work because they've got like an inline remote, yeah. so I just can't work it out. Right. But it doesn't really matter. Cool, good old tech answer, um, Christopher Martin. Back in episode twenty-two, you told us all about Pokemon Go. Remember that? Um, <laughs> some, some people still play. <laughs> What's big in tech now? that won't be as big in 50 episodes time. Definitely not this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, no, um, I think uh, kind of agreeing with Henry's answer from earlier, drones, I think people won't be fussed about drones. They're amazing in a, on a professional level. I mean, like you can't really watch TV without seeing some good drone shots. Mm-hmm. When you, It's quite obvious that it's a drone because it's yeah. like, well, there's another way of getting those uh, visuals. Uh, possibly also smartwatches. I think like they're getting a bit boring. Android Wear 2 is coming out soon, but I don't think it's going to exactly boost uh, yeah. sales that much. I mean, Apple will probably do another version, but there's not much you can do with them to make them more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I I still like the what we call semi smartwatches, which are kind of analog watches with smart features, and there will probably be a few more of those. But again, I don't think. Anybody's really. I think, looking I think the fitness watches as well. There's probably a bit more in that, but they're yeah. not. They're not the same thing because no. they're not. You might not wear it all the time. I'm, I'm thinking of myself, which is completely maybe my usage is unique. But I have a, a GPS watch that has some smart features, and it's good when I go running and cycling and stuff. But I'm not going to wear it all the time because I like to wear, to your point, a nice watch. Mm. It's kind of a it's kind of a product that was created by companies because they wanted a new product for people to buy. I find the whole quantified cell thing a bit weird, as they people like to call it. Yeah, I've actually yeah. started. I've I've gone I've gone into reverse. I've unquantified myself. Yeah, I've I mean, stopped. You, you can count, know I've too much stopped, about yourself. Can't you? I've just deleted all of those um, functions off my watch because mm. yeah. now I have no idea when I go jogging how far mm. I've gone for. But I just chill out and look around. Well, there's something in that. I mean, like don't think about because I, I run every day. But if like, like I'm doing a half marathon in March, yeah. So I will sometimes measure how fast I'm going and how far I'm yeah. going, mm. but not others. Because, yeah. you know, you want to 
at that point when you're trying to perform or improve, you yeah. want to. But yeah, you, it's, yeah. it's impossible. If you're not, to if, you're not tra- if you're not training something specific, so you just measure just... failure yeah. and, and depress yourself. And yeah. Yeah. I did that. I did that a few days, oh, yeah. a few a few weeks ago. I went on a run outside. Really enjoyed it, and I measured it on my watch. And I was like, oh, I smashed it. I was really tired because I'm quite unfit. And I got home. <laughs> and I was like, two point eight miles. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It ruins your your motivation. Yeah, yeah. To go out and, do yeah. It again. Yeah. and also it can get a bit. I don't know. I, I want to be able to look around at what's around me and nature and stuff. I don't want to constantly <laughs> be looking at my... Yeah. I say that what's around me can sometimes be sort of, I don't know, someone weeing in the bushes. Or yeah, I'm reviewing a smartwatch at the moment, which I'm wearing right now. And I was sitting on the sofa last night watching The Sopranos, enjoy, okay. enjoying myself. Oh, you did actually and do that. I did. And, and it buzzed and it said... Get up, you've been sitting down for too long. Get up, you fat bastard. <laughs> what a twat. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like the most, the sort of, the, the more traditional and pure form of the quantified self is measuring yourself all the time, weighing yourself all the time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that way, madness lies. Um, yes, anything. it does. And that, like we've got digital scales in our bathroom, and it's just insane because yeah. if I do step on them, it's going to measure, and it knows that it's me because of my phone, and it's going to send me crazy. how <laughs> heavy God. I am. And the thing is, that's going to fluctuate anyway. You, yeah, you just use a mirror. Down. The mirror can tell you if you're fat, and it can tell you if you're ugly. <laughs> just putting your trousers on. Do you do your trousers? Just put some yeah, trousers. I think <laughs> then you're probably a bit overweight. Just put some trousers on. It's excellent advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be worth a few points. Almost. <laughs> well, you mentioned points. Just put your trousers on. Is that on. why everyone has a mirror by their front door? Is that the actual reason? Just so make, they can check they're not hiding. trousers on. Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never forgotten to put my trousers on. I have... <laughs> I have once brought a bag of rubbish all the way from my house <laughs> to the office. Oh. In your bag? No, actually, in my hand. Just really? did it. Yeah, I'd walked to the station, got on the train. Was this was this soon after some kind of baby had arrived? No, in the it was household? before. It was before. Oh, right. You've got no excuse for that. And also, there was the other time when, which wasn't the same thing, but when a mouse. When my cat deposited a mouse in my bag. <laughs> oh. And I opened my bag on the station and a mouse came out. Um, wow. Oh, it was alive. Oh, God. Yeah. A, mirror, oh, right. a mirror okay. wouldn't have solved that one, but. <laughs> but the bin thing yeah the bin would have but there isn't any tech to de- detect it's it's mark no <laughs> what detect how many rubbish bags you're holding mice you have yeah. in your bag yeah. somebody once pranked my mate by putting an entire chicken carcass into his work bag oh that's me when he got to the office oh. he was like what's this <laughs> everyone in the office thought he was a complete psycho <laughs> <laughs> that is that's mean and, they, and that smells yeah that could have gone badly wrong because if, yeah. he, if he'd not used that bag that day yeah, yeah. a few yeah. days old chicken carcass this is what we need anti-pranking tech yeah, yeah. yeah. well you mentioned points Chris <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely lost. I don't think it's there's en- I don't think there's enough tension in the room. Mm. We have um, another round. I'm feeling right? pretty tense. <laughs> there's the special life. final round, but to qualify for the special final round, only the top two go through. Oh my god! Sudden death. So, in no particular order, but worst to best. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Martin, you got 14 points. Whatever. Excellent. <laughs> Dominic Preston also got 14 points. Well. Charlotte G got 15 points and makes the final. <laughs> Henry Burrell got 16 points and is also in the final uh, as the winner of the first bit of the show. (laughs) I can just edit this to say I won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris won. So I'll give everyone a few seconds to gather themselves before we go into the final round. (laughs) To plead for their lives. Oh my 
It is the final round. <laughs> and I've lied to you a little bit because there is one more special guest. Oh You're probably <laughs> not going to believe this, but we did manage to get Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Listen. Oh, my Our God. Jubilee podcast. <laughs> to send us a special message. So please all be upstanding for the Queen. What is the UK Tech Weekly podcast? There you go, Her Majesty the Queen. So majestic. Yeah, so majestic. She's, probably, she's, she's also yeah. Polish by the sound. Mm. <laughs> Matt did actually play that trumpet piece in his office this morning. Yeah. What, on the trumpet? We, yeah, we recorded it. Wow, yeah. I didn't so, know you had such hidden talents. Uh, the Queen's listening, guys. Come on, bit of sorry. To decide who goes home with the trophy, we have a very simple challenge. Uh, Henry, you got the most points, so you get to go second. You have no choice over this matter. Brilliant. Uh, Charlotte, in a moment, I will make a statement that you haven't heard in advance, and you have 20 seconds to respond to that statement. Are you ready? No. <laughs> I need to get ready to measure 20 seconds. Okay. Which we can't do without technology. <laughs> You're wearing a watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a smartwatch. Yeah. Doesn't count time. Charlotte, are you ready? Okay. You have 20 seconds to respond to the following statement. I, Charlotte G, should be the UK's tech podman, podwoman, or person of non-specific pod gender because... Because I have sworn the most and uh, managed to do an entire entire podcast while possibly still slightly inebriated from uh, my birthday the night before, uh, which I think deserves... Uh, some recognition because it's a tough thing to do it's a strong answer <laughs> but i think it's beatable henry burrell you have 20 seconds to respond to the following statement okay charlotte g should not be the uk's <laughs> top tech pod man pod woman or person non-specific pod gender because uh i think the, the true meaning of the tech weekly podcast which i'm sure ray uh, and all the other special guests will, will agree with is that our unity is our strength <laughs> Uh, the real winner here is tech. Um, but if there has to be a winner, I think the uh, weird chrome sort of pot would look best on my mantelpiece. Excellent answer also. So I have to remain, um, uh, um, what's the word, uh, neutral in this. So, <laughs> so impartial. I'm going to throw to uh, Chris and Dominic, uh, feel free to, feel free to um, um, collaborate on this. Um, uh, but you Let's get to decide <laughs> who takes home the... It's bronze, by the way, Henry. Oh, sorry. Who takes home the bronze jug of glory that is the uh, <laughs> UK's top tech pod man, pod woman, or person non-specific pod gender trophy. Charlotte did just say she didn't want it. No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't oh, that, that, that's, that's going to cost that's you. Not wanting yeah. it is no qualification yeah. for not winning it. Being forced to take it. Well, I don't know. I kind of want to abstain, but... Um, You've got to pick a side. Don't worry, I won't for be For evil to happen, happen, all that needs to happen is... For good, good men, men to do, do nothing. nothing. Yeah, Chris. Mm. Um, Are you well, suggesting yeah. that evil might happen, depending on which one of us <laughs> yeah. wins this? It's a real possibility. Yeah, I think the wrong person winning the UK's top tech... Pod man, pod woman, or person non-specific pod gender would be. Who are you more thing. scared of, me I, or Henry? I think. Um, well, I sit next to Henry, and I quite want the jug. So yeah. if, if he wins it and puts yeah. it on his desk, I might be able to steal it. Okay, okay. Good. Yeah. Which is also evil. Good. Yeah, there's logic to that. Good That's Chris. a fair point. But on the other hand, if you're really keen for that jug, Charlotte clearly does not want the jug. Ah. <laughs> so you could. You know, could there's definitely could scope to strike some sort of deal yeah. here. There we go. Thanks, Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, who's voting for Henry? Who's voting for Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. I'm go Charlotte. Two votes for Charlotte. Therefore, 
I am able <laughs> to announce exclusively that the 2017 50th episode UK's top tech podman, podwoman, or person of non-specific pod gender is Charlotte G. Charlotte, here's the trophy. Thank you very much. Woo! I will be doing my Usain Bolt celebration in a second. Uh, have you got any uh, any thoughts on your victory, Charlotte? It's it's so shiny. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Keep it to the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listener, for listening to this. <laughs> edition of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Do get in touch to let us know your thoughts and opinions. You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. We will be back next week, probably, with a normal service of informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. Until then, you can find us on Acast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud and all the other places from which you source podcasts. Until next week, uh, thank you very much to my contestants and please say goodbye, guys. Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.